Hey there guys, Ben here from Crossbar Capers and the Smashing Crossbar Podcast. So here we go guys, it's another presser on the inbound. This time, they sat down with Arthur Pappas to give us his views on the game and what transpired against Sydney FC over the weekend and the run-up into tonight's game against the Wellington Phoenix. So guys, let's have a listen. All right, Arthur, are you forecasting changes to your squad for, uh, for this weekend's game from the squad that took on Sydney FC? Um, we've, just, we've just finished our last session for the week, so, so we'll evaluate the session and the way the week's gone. Uh, we're mostly clear on how we'll go about starting, but yeah, like I said, we'll just review it and, and make some decisions as the day progresses today. Notice that uh, Ellie and uh, Savas were doing their own separate thing. How are they looking? Are they a chance of being in the squad? Uh, not for this week, no. Um, Ali copped a knock in the last minute when he came on. Um, it's not too serious, but, you know, like I said, it's important that we make sure that whoever gets on the field, you know, can contribute 100%. And Savas is close, but just not close enough for this week. Okay, and in terms of um, that setup and everything like that, it, do do you want to make changes, or are you basically thinking, you know, the structure, like the way they played in the second half? Obviously, mm. you were quite happy with. I take every every game on its merit, and then you know, a new week is a new week, and and players players need to come in and train well every single day uh, to keep their spots. So they know that they know the expectations that are that are here in the club um, within the team. So, like I said, that's why we review each day as it goes, and we don't just assume that a good performance in one game means you carry on to the next game and, and have a guaranteed spot. Speaking of that, I guess it seemed really out of character, but Matt Yerman's start to the game was, was probably uncharacteristically shaky. Like he gave the ball away for the first goal and then obviously was defending Lafondra for the second one, but felt like he came good in the second half. Was that something that you end up talking to him about or you know, where, where does that lie for you, from your point of view, talking to the skipper? Um, the, first, the first goal, I don't, I don't consider him giving the ball away. I thought it was a good pass that needed to be received instead of let, let roll. Um, so, yeah. Don't necessarily agree with that, sorry. But um, but in the second goal, yeah, he needed to defend better in the box. He needed to move his feet, make sure he couldn't turn. He's aware of that. Um, and he improved as the game got on. And, you know, I think it shows you as well, the player is that, you know, when you make a mistake, you can put your head down. But, you know, he's a strong character, um, led the boys well as we progressed. And, you know, it was a terrific spirit by the boys to get back into the game. So you're, yeah, just like with defence and everything like that, you were happy with the way they responded to that, conceding two goals uh, in early in the game? I'm, I'm pleased with the whole team. I mean, you know, when we talk about the defence, everyone's got this idea that the defence is based on two centre-backs or, or the guy who's playing as a side-back. Um, and it doesn't work like that, you know. Teams that defend well and, and keep clean sheets, they do it together. You know, and, and that's important and and then that's why they also attack well so you know in saying that we scored two goals as well and if you go to Sydney and score two goals you've got to look at that and say that's something that hasn't happened very often to Sydney in Sydney um, so that, that was credit to the whole team. And uh, the Phoenix uh, you've looked at them obviously how do you feel like they're traveling after three games? I think they're a very good team I think they're a very good team I think uh, it's a team that has a very clear way of playing, very organised, um, can change within a game to be very aggressive or, or sit very deep as well and, and know how to do it well. And they've got some good individuals in the front third. So I think it's a, it's a very good team and it's going to be a big challenge for us. Yeah, I suppose. Have you identified any of the main dangers or focus for, for the test this week in terms of, uh, in terms of the Phoenix? Yeah, I think overall it's the team, the team structure, the way they're coached. I think they coached very well. 
I think that's a program now that I think it's three years together as, as a team. And okay, there's been some changes over time, but the principles are there. The principles are the same regardless of who the players are. And that's what we're trying to build as well. We're trying to build a consistency in the way we play as we progress. And one team's been together for three years, one team's been together for three games, and I still think we can, we can have a very good performance tomorrow and get a result. Yeah, you had two points on the road, but you're here back at home not only this Friday, but yeah, three of the next four. How important is yeah, that run being here yeah, in Newcastle? Yeah, It's just important that when we play at home, we realise how important it is to play in front of our supporters and the people that come and, and come to the game and support us and that we make this this ground a very tough place to come to in the future and that's that's a goal and we didn't do that in round one and we spoke about that and, and that's why it's very important tomorrow that on um, at our home ground we play the way we we know we can play in front of our supporters and, and we make them proud of us slight COVID sort of scare during the week is that sort of par for the course now with with A-Leagues and you know, it's the current climate or was there yeah, any sort of impact during the week for you guys? Oh, there was a slight impact, um, but I think over time you sort of get used to these situations a lot more and they don't seem so dramatic as probably they would have been you know, a year ago. Uh, the main thing is that everyone's okay. And for Ryan Grant as well from Sydney, you know, our best wishes to him that you know, he hasn't, he's recovering well and we get to see him on the field again soon. Um, back to the Wellington uh, perspective as well. That you know had that extra game during the week. If they cut the zone, does that change your perspective or, or even thinking on you know either how you you know attack them or how they arrive you know here in Newcastle with that extra game? No, I don't. I don't think it changes anything because the lineup maybe has two or three players that I would expect to start in tomorrow night's match. Um, and in saying that. I think if we could get extra games, we'd probably want that right now because we didn't have that in the preseason. So you can look at it both ways. You can look at it as, you know, they've had to play an extra game or you can look at it as they got an extra game and, you know, that's something that a lot of teams probably needed based on how preseason was as well. So, so we, you know, we prepare the same regardless. Um, we know it's a strong team and we're going to have to be at our best. And from a club perspective, uh, double header. You know, it's a great opportunity, and against the same club that doesn't always necessarily, yep. you know, line up. You know, how significant is that for, uh, yeah, from a club perspective, from the chance? I think it's extremely significant because um, we want to build more than just a team here, and and we want to build a club. And to build a club, you need to have alignment. You need to have connection, and and that stems all the way through from first team to women's team to academy to our supporters, I think the more alignment, the more connection we can develop over time, the stronger Newcastle Jets become. So it's a fantastic initiative and, you know, we just want the girls to, to perform well, which they will. They're really well coached. They'll have uh, Emily Van Egmond back in gold as well, which is, which is critical and it'll be good to see. Um, obviously sunny and clear skies here for the captain's run. Hopefully, fingers crossed the same for uh, tomorrow night and a yeah, good turnout. Yeah, the weather's, the weather's been a bit... Uh, Melbourne-like, let's just say. I'm uh, coming from Melbourne, and you know it's, it's it's definitely different. You know, you know, you're getting four seasons in one day, and you're getting a lot of rain as well. But either way, you just got to be prepared. You know, like the main thing is that there's no excuses, no matter what the weather is, no matter what the condition is, and you just got to go out there and perform. And our boys know that, and and they'll put on a good show tomorrow.
Um, just one more, Lucas. Um, he didn't. Um, he hasn't come back in yet. Um, is he like someone that you're considering over the next couple of weeks? Where's he at at the moment? Absolutely. Like I think he's trained a little bit better this week, um, and it's a possibility. Like I said, we haven't made any decisions yet for for this game, and we'll make them as the day progresses. But definitely a possibility. And there we have it, guys. Arthur gives us the lowdown on what to expect this weekend in the upcoming game against the Wellington Phoenix. Once again, a massive thank you and shout out to the Newcastle Jets and their media department for allowing us to use their audio. Guys, if you are not subscribed to all our audio platforms as these are audio exclusives, please make sure that you do so. We're available on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, the majority of the podcast outlets. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel where you'll catch Josh and myself do our weekly podcast episode on a Monday night. And don't forget, guys, we hate Coast Scum. See you later.